Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Same 24 Hours podcast. Very excited about our return guest today. Lori Gerber is back. She is the head coach at Handel Group, and she's just great. She's just awesome. We had her on, and I don't know, we, I guess that's the royal we. <laughs> me. I had her on episode 236. So head back to that one if you haven't listened to it as well, because we talked about motivation. And that was a that was a great episode. But anyway, today we are talking about something that is so useful and so powerful that you do not want to miss out. So Lori Gerber has been coaching individuals and groups for over 15 years. She is what she considers herself an angel recruiter because she's too busy looking for other people who share her mission. Wait, she's very busy looking for other people to share in her mission to instill more joy and peace in the world. She spends her days doing work that makes her proud and she is very inspired by the Handel clients for having the gumption and the guts to look at themselves to turn inward honestly. And she lives in New York City with her husband and three kids. And I am just proud to call Lori um, a friend and someone who I really trust and look up to immensely for her, not only her style and her wisdom and grace, but also her ability to call bullshit (laughs) on anything at any given moment, which is really the type of person that, that I value very, very greatly. So we talk about it in the episode, but you can join online Handel's self-paced training program called Inner You Life. You can go to innerU.coach and that's inner dot, sorry, inner letter U, inner U dot coach and enter code swim bike mom all caps and you will save 50% right now it is $325 for lifetime access powerful tons of content tons of coaching and there's even master classes and a free coaching session with your purchase so lots coming in the new year and very excited so I hope you all enjoyed this episode with Lori Gerber Hi, and welcome to the Same 24 Hours Podcast. I'm Meredith Atwood, author of the book, The Year of No Nonsense. I'm a former attorney turned writer, speaker, and Ironman triathlete. Although right now, all I really like to do is lift weights. We all have the same 24 hours, but it's what we do in those hours that leads to our greatest health, happiness, and success. It's my goal to crack the code on a life of less nonsense so we can all make the most of our 24 hours. So let's get started. Hello, everyone on Facebook and um, on the same 24 hours podcast. This is Lori Gerber. She is back. She was on episode 236. So hello, Lori. Welcome. I'm back. She's back. Okay. So anyone who's listening, you are on the same 24 hours podcast. I just get to do things how I want to do it because this is my rodeo. (laughs) But we're also live on Facebook, which is fun too. So I thought I would have Lori back on to talk about difficult conversations, because this is a topic that keeps coming up in my own life and anyone that is doing the work around yourself 
and your life, you're going to be having some hard conversations. And so the Handel group has an incredible method just for your life, but also about how to have difficult conversations. So let's, let's dive in there, Lori. Let's, let's start with when do you initiate the hard conversation sequence? I, I also just want to zoom out and say, there's so many different kinds of personal growth, right? There's like the personal growth you do to be like present and calm and clear. Sometimes that gets you off the track of actually resolving things with humans there's the kind of self-help that you do that helps you understand your past and feel the feelings of your past and the pain of your past. And then there's self-help that helps you articulate your goals and move forward and do stuff. But for most dreams that people have, Meredith, you have to involve other people. And most of us have not been telling the truth to these other people in our lives, mm. or at least not the whole truth or nothing but the truth. Okay. Because it's their <laughs> fault. <laughs> because there's, So there's no way most of your dreams can come true if you are not designing and having difficult conversations with the people in your life. And, and by difficult, I just mean, you know, things you haven't said before, things that might feel a little awkward, things that might feel a little scary. And I think the reason why most self-help, uh, purveyors or people who help people feel better don't teach people how to do it is because they're not doing it. And if I'm going to teach you how to do it, I'm going to have to face all the ways in which I'm not doing it. And if I'm going to teach you how to do it, I also have to have the experience and the know-how and the knowledge to give you good advice or else it's going to blow up in your face. Right. But really, so the difficult conversation sequence <laughs> is, I love how you put it. Like, when do you, what, how did you it's put true, it? Though. When did you ignite? Well, I said like, when do you initiate the sequence? Initiate you know? the sequence. Like, it's like that <laughs> Kevin Costner movie when he's pitching, he's like, initiate the yeah. training sequence or like when he's initiate on the mound and everything. I, I feel like that. it's the same thing. It's like, you know, there's, you're kind yeah. of jumping around things. You, you know, you need to address something, but there is, there comes a time where you've right. got to be like, Initiate. I love that question. And no one's ever asked me that question before. And so here's what I would say. The first step in the handle method for anyone who joins us, whether it's interview life, whether it's private coaching, whether it's just like meeting us at a new webinar, even the first thing we're usually going to talk about is articulating the dream. Like what is that heartfelt ideal or, or, or experience that you want to be having in the particular areas of your life? So that's step one, because without the goal or the why, who's going to do this awkward work, right? Like who's going to bother? Because it's, it's a little sticky. So we, first we get the why, then we work with you personally. We don't involve anyone else on managing your mind. What theories do you want to be believing and proving? Can you tell that story again to make sure we have all the facts correct? Do we need to go research or ask other people questions just to make sure we got super duper clear on everything that's really involved with this area of life. And then we get you into action. Okay, what can you do about this situation to make it better? So I'm sitting here complaining, oh, my husband doesn't care about me. He doesn't, he doesn't love me anymore. He's not putting in any effort. Blame, 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 problem, problem, problem. I'm gonna create a dream. I'm gonna work on my own evidence that I'm collecting and the stats I'm keeping dream for the relationship, dream like for the relationship, I, yeah. Yeah. right. We're going to, you're going to take me, the coach is going to take me through my own thinking. I'm going to get some more accurate stats. Like, Oh, it turns out he did do three things last week that implied he loves me. Hmm, Just three. Okay. Right. And then I'm going to make a promise 
for my own self, my own action promises, I'm going to stop interrupting him and I'm going to start having sex with him again. These are all true stories, people from my life. So (laughs) those three things happen first before we initiate the difficult conversation sequence. So let's see what we can do without involving the other person at all. We make a lot of headway that way. We give right. hope. We make the other person more pliable and more interested in working with us. So a lot of positive, um, a lot of positive things can unfold that lay then the foundation for initiating the difficult conversation sequence. But how do you even get, I mean, that's so hard because most people, I don't want to say most people, that's a theory, but it's easy for the people, a human to say, well, it's so-and-so's fault, you know, right. to, to come up with the dream, to come up with the figuring out what you're thinking, your theories and to take action requires some inner looking for sure that it might be you. I'm not denying that. That is one of our main <laughs> principles. I don't want to do that. The name of our book, <laughs> maybe it's you. So but for, for someone who is not willing to look at their role, difficult conversations aren't going to go well and relationships aren't going to go well. Right. So we're here for people who are ready to look at their role, right? If you're not ready to look at your role and stuff, folks, just keep, just keep swiping, like just keep going because that's, that's our jam, right? So we're assuming you want your dreams, you're interested in it, you want to learn the tools and techniques, fo- follow, follow our lead. Okay. And then there's the practical tips on how to actually design that conversation. Got it. So let's initiate the sequence. We have done these things. We are ready. We have a dream. We have promises in place. We are still struggling with said relationship. With and, we've, said but, and we've managed our mind to understand what's our role. What are we right. responsible for? And what do we honest to God want to hold them responsible for? or want to say, or express, or be heard. For me, one of the first difficult conversations I ever did, Meredith, was simply to tell my husband what my dream was. Mm. It wasn't some big criticism. It was, I didn't start with a big list of what you did wrong because my coach prepared me. I started with, listen, these are, this is my dream. What do you think? Do you, why, and why do you think we don't have it? Right. That Mm. was enough of a vulnerable, difficult conversation to start with. Yeah. That sounds like fun. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And that could be what your difficult conversations are, is just admitting to people what you really care about and then hearing what they really think about that. So finding out if they're philosophically aligned with you, finding right. out, potentially finding out about their emotional hurts as and well. That feels dangerous. Yeah. It's vulnerable for sure. But it's yeah. the only, you know, it's the only way to actually figure out whether you belong with someone or whether you can make the relationship work or not. The, the alternative is quite, um, Uh, futile. <laughs> that's what futile. I think that's the word I'm looking for. The alternative like, is what word, yeah. Futile. I, I yeah, and it's, it, and yeah. it's hard. It's hard to, to be that vulnerable. I mean, I have a client who always says, I'm about as fuzzy as a cactus and talking about herself, but I kind of adopt that one too, because it's like, oh yeah, I've got to not be fuzzy like a cactus. I've got to be fuzzy like a teddy bear and really just show up with that heart. It's hard. Unbelievable payoff though. If you even just think about all the moments in your life that were special moments, like moments that stick with you, moments where you bonded with people, moments where you fell in love with people, moments where you felt so held. There are moments when you were crying or grieving or barfing or look terrible (laughs) or like, 
they're all moments where you made yourself vulnerable and someone loved you anyway. There's no, and the worst that can ever happen in a difficult conversation, though this is unlikely if you prepare properly, is that you will find out someone doesn't want to be there for you. And as far as I'm concerned, like, start early so you don't gather those humans around you in your life. Mm. Yeah. Start in the early dating, start in the early friend dating. Like what, you know, there's certain people you're stuck with where you have to do work in the difficult conversations. But when you're courting new humans in your life, you can start to have these conversations very early on. So you can discern whether or not they're going to want to meet you equally. Okay. All right. So how does one go about a difficult conversation? Maybe we should come up with a good example. Um, do you have one? <laughs> I'm I, sure I, I can, can always come up with one. You can I always mean, come I, up with a good one. So the example I always like to use with people is like, why didn't you come to my birthday party? And you didn't even say you weren't coming. Right. So the first thing, obviously we do is you work with a coach, you get yourself, if, if, unless it's like no big deal, but if it's a big deal, you work with the coach, you ground yourself in your purpose and your dream for that relationship. You deal with your own inner dialogue and what you can own. Oh, I should have spoken up earlier. Maybe I didn't communicate fully. Like you figure out what your part is. And then you, um, and then you ask permission to have the conversation like, Hey, and you give a context when you ask permission. So you say, you know, I'd love to just regroup with you about what happened around my birthday party. Nothing's wrong. Don't worry. I'm not mad, but I do want to get on the same page with you. My relationship with you is so important you know, I just would hate for anything to get in the way of our connection. So you frame it, right? We call, we call this a balance of grace and wisdom, right? So you're giving, you're saying it in a way that's so graceful and hearable, but you're also saying, Hey, something's something's up. We got to talk about it. So that person should feel a mixture of like, "Uh uh-oh. And right. Like there's some, some total confusion. (laughs) They love me, but they got to have a conversation. Right. Yeah. But you've told them the topic and the frame and the context and a little bit about your, you know, you can even admit if you're nervous, you know, that also usually tends to soften people, right? You know, when they realize you're a human. And by the way, I, I, I hate that I have to say this, but this cannot happen over text or email. Right. You know how some people go, I was talking to so-and-so and they mean talking. And I'm like, no, no, t- talking. literally your vocal cords are involved. Okay. So this is for phone or in person. This is for making sure you're recognizing there's a human being on the other side of the communication. This is not for typing. Wait, can you, can you tell them you need to have the convo in text or email? Yes. Okay. But it is even better if you do it. Not in, in, not that way, but yes, you can. Okay. Because again, you can't, it is very hard to control for tone or even their reaction if you're doing it over typing. Right. Um, whereas if you said it to someone, you would be able to gauge their reaction. You'd be able to see how it lands. You'd be able to take care of them better. And they would also, because you're being vulnerable, m- most likely be more um, available to the conversation. Right. So those are the, that's kind of like the setup. So you ask permission, you get consent, you either do it right then or you set up a time and now the foundation has been laid. If they say, no, thanks, we're not having a conversation, that also tells you information that is very valuable going forward about the relationship. Correct. It means that there's not enough in the account for you to make a withdrawal. And so you have to, if you want to continue on, then you have to to fill fill the account in some other way by paying attention, being curious about what's going on in their world, spending time, giving attention. Those things usually help in situations like that. Okay. Or you can just execute them like I do. Bye. 
<laughs> now I'm working with my coach right now. Like one of my big traits is like double bird, you know, like that's, I've left uh, dead bodies for yeah. my whole life. And so we're working through that. And so a lot of it I realized has been because I would have conversations on email or text. Yeah. Those are literally, <laughs> I mean, I don't call that a conversation. I, I don't right. know. No, I, what well, the technical yeah. definition of a conversation is, but it's like two it. people rant. It's no, it's like two people ranting at each other, right? It's like it's like Facebook comments. That's not a conversation. That's right. Like people expressing themselves. <laughs> right. With no resolution. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So you have consent. You're ready. That it's time. It is hard conversation. Time to hour. lay down the Let's lay down go. the the wisdom. So you always want to start with what you can own, right? So listen, I know I'm super sensitive about my birthday. And I have to be honest, I should, I probably should have checked in with you again about this. So this is on me. Um, but I was very surprised when you didn't show up to my birthday <laughs> and I didn't even get a text from you about it. And it hurt my feelings. I thought, you know, it really made me think maybe you didn't, I don't know, feel the same way about our relationship as I feel about it. So you just had a grace and a wisdom, right? The grace is here's what I can own and be accountable for. I'm looking at my part and the wisdom is this was my experience. And you specifically express the wisdom as this was my experience. This is what right. it seemed like. This was my reaction. Not you did this. Yes. So the language is really important. This is why I would say 50% of my coaching is I'm coaching people and literally the language to use to express something so that the other person doesn't want to kill you or run away. Right. Fight or flight, right? You're trying not to create fight or flight in the person you're talking to. So how you say something matters. And we've all been in those fights. <laughs> those You think you're having a conversation, but it's a fight because it starts right. out with you always, or right. exactly. you did this. You right. Always. Right. And, and so to say it was my experience that I felt that, I mean, that's, that's right. language you have to learn, but put it in your pocket and keep it forever. Cause it, it really, especially if you've had a history, like I have of being very, very abrasive um, and very confrontational to go to someone that you've had those conversations with before when you were super confrontational to now be like, I right. feel that they're <laughs> like, huh? Well, first you have to have a conversation to resolve that, right? First you oh, yes. listen, I just want to apologize for, mm. well, I mean, when you live with them, what do you do? <laughs> you do that. That's what I did. Um, but the, the other tip I have for the language is to also, you can say, I just want to tell you what I remember from that night or from that experience or from that, you know, and find out what you remember or like mm. find out what you're, what, what you experienced. Right. So there are some key phrases you can keep and remember that will keep you out of trouble, like keep you out of blame and accusation trouble. So you do the grace where you say like, this is what I can own and account for. Like I could, you can even say like, I could be great. Like, I have no idea if my perception is real about this, but I'm going to tell you what I perceive. Right. And then you do your wisdom, which is, here's what I perceive. Here's what I experienced. Here's my dream. I want to share. Here's my truth. I want to tell. Here's my, whatever my hurt. Right. And then of course, grace comes next. It's a grace and wisdom sandwich, grace, wisdom, grace. Cause we're whole, we're caring about the other person's experience as much as we care about our own which is my definition of love, right? Love as a verb, caring about the other person's experience as much as you do your own. You don't totally only care about their experience. That's codependence. Mm. And you don't totally only care about your experience. That's 
narcissism. (laughs) So we've got like narcissism, selfish, balanced, doormat, codependent, like the whole gamut. And we're, by the way, different, different for different people usually, right? Right. For different topics, right? So we're trying to get in the middle. I care about my experience. I want to be, I want to hear, be seen and heard. And I care about your experience. I want you to be seen and heard. And then let's see if we can bridge this philosophically, emotionally, and physically. Okay. So this was my perception, but so then the next piece is what I call the request for feedback. What was your experience? What happened? What was going on for you? What did I miss? Right. And really just like truly curious. And if you're not curious, don't have the conversation. Like don't even start a difficult conversation if you're not really anchored in a purpose, a dream, a love, a care for this other person. And don't start if you, um, what was my point that I just said? I lost it. Come back, come back point. Don't About not starting the conversation. Yep. If you don't have a purpose and if you don't, it's going to come to me. If you're not curious, their perspective. If, if you're right, not if you actually don't care curious. What they think. Yeah. If you're, those are your two, like, those are your two sort of gatekeepers, right? Like if you don't have a good positive purpose and you're not curious what the heck they think, don't bother, don't, don't even start. Just go back to your coach or go back to whatever you used to help you get sorted and, and sort it out that way. Cause it won't go well. So then honestly be curious and ask what was going on for you? And then maybe your friend goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally meant to, whew, I totally meant to text you. I had been meaning to text you all day. I just, I blew it. I, to be honest, I, I never, I didn't want to come to the party. Like I, I don't feel comfortable with your friends. I, I know you love them and I know you wanted me there, but I so much prefer to celebrate your birthday one-on-one. I just don't feel comfortable. And I, I was just, I, I know I should have told you, but I, I, I messed up. I'm sorry you know, or whatever they say, right? They right. probably they'll start with like, oh, whoops, sorry, I forgot, right? They'll, they might start with something that's a little surface and you can be like, oh, you forgot. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't forget. I just kept meaning to text you and then I didn't. Oh, you met, you really did mean to text me, but you didn't. Well, I did mean, I mean, I love you. Of course I meant to text you, but really what was going on was I was, didn't want to come and I didn't want to tell you that. Oh, you didn't want to come and you didn't want to tell me that. Yeah, because your friends, they intimidate me. Oh, my friends intimidate you. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I don't want you to come and be uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, I just would have been so uncomfortable. Okay. But it's also really important to me that number one, you be at my birthday. And number two, you communicate with me. I know. I'm really sorry. Okay. Well, I forgive you, but let's like figure out how to sort this out. Okay. Well, I just want to take you out every year on your birthday one-on-one. Well, okay, why don't we do that? Let's make an agreement. From now on, every year on my birthday, the following weekend, you and I will have our, because we're dear friends, like, you know, we, I don't want to miss a birthday with you. So let's have that be our plan from now on. Okay. All right. Well, but I also would like you to get to know my friends. I mean, I don't think you should, like, my dream is to have all my friends together. I really want everyone to be able to be in the same place. That's like, I'm going to have a 50th birthday one day and I'm not going to not have you there. Like, fuck off. Okay. So here's what I propose. I'm going to start inviting you to brunch with just one other one of my friends at a time. So it's just going to be three people tops. 
And I just want you to start to get to know them because they're awesome and you really would love them and they would love you. So are you willing to once a month come to a brunch and at least start to get to know people? So by next birthday, you know, at least there'll be 12 people that you already know and feel connected to at the party. And then maybe you would come. Would you be up for that? It's so good. And then they'll be like, okay. no, I'm a hermit, but either yeah, way, I don't know. You know. know like, <laughs> and, and even if they say no, right. If they're like, no, I'm too, I'm too blah, 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 Then you, if you're new to the relationship, you can be like, okay, I guess this isn't a match. Or you can be like, okay, fine. But at least you said your truth. Right. That your intimacy has now grown that much more because you said the truth, whether they agree or not, whether they acquiesce or not. You might not always get the answers you want when you do a difficult conversation, but you're always going to be up-leveling your integrity and the integrity of the relationship. So it's worth it. And sometimes you have to rehab conversations, right? Because sometimes people are yeah. not <laughs> honest with their side. So you may think there's mm-hmm. a resolution and then, you know, it's same shit, another night 2.0 that keeps happening or whatever. So, I mean, for the really big stuff, how many times do you sometimes have to have a conversation like two, three, and then when do you okay. go? Meh. Well, I want to differentiate the difficult conversation from what we call the laundry list module nine is difficult conversations. Laundry list is module 10. Okay. So difficult conversation is for someone where there's not a lot of buildup. It's like one thing happened, you had a misunderstanding. Like I just had, you know, like poor, my coworker, Marnie, we're like going back and forth over this document. We're both editing together and we're, she thinks I'm snarking her. And I think she's being snarky to me. And finally, I'm just like, we have to get on the phone. I mean, like it was hilarious. Like the there were like three or four major misunderstandings that there is no way we could have forgiven each other without having the conversation, like without going like, Oh, that was an old document. Oh, you meant that. Oh, that showed up like that. Like, right. Like two different worlds. Like she saw this side and I saw this side and we were like, but this is the, this is what it is, you know? So that was a one time. It was like one and done. It was like, we were in a little squabble. We sorted it out. We went back on with our lives. That's what the difficult conversation is for. Or for sharing a dream with someone you're like nervous to share a dream with. Okay. A laundry list is for someone you've got, I call it archaeology. There's like layers. Ogres have layers. (laughs) So there's people you have layers with where you've been holding shit against them for years or a variety of things and probably vice versa. That is a much longer preparation, right? That's a much longer preparation and a much different preparation. You can start with, potentially you can start with some research. Do you remember that time, blah, blah? What do you remember about that? Thank you. Do you remember that? Like, what do I need to know about that? Right. So you can like innocently research with those people, like a difficult conversation could be innocent research, but you're not going to present your whole laundry list until there is a great alignment and willingness and agreement to hear, like, mm-hmm. I got stuff. And then I also would say that if you're confessing something or trying to resolve something or own something or clean something up, and that's what you need to do, um, it kind of stinks when you go for it and you're not fully cooked. Like if you're not fully cooked and then you have to do it again and again and again, it starts to erode that belief. So I really, I really recommend if you're working on a cleanup or an apology or owning a trade or anything like that, you just start with telling the person, Hey, I'm working on this. 
I owe it's this coming. to you. It's coming, <laughs> but I don't know when, cause I want to get it right. And then that kind of like creates the goodwill for a while, a good long while. And then you really can go back and do the work to, to make it so that you're not going to have to do it more than once. And if you do the work, someone just did a laundry list on me recently. It was awesome. I loved it. She really did the work. Like everything she laid out was like, here's what I can own. This is what I think, you know, this is what, this was my perspective. Like just, it was delightful to hear it. Cause I was like, oh yeah, those are the issues we have. I can <laughs> totally clear these up. Right. Like it was just, it was like those difficult conversation moments got skipped. So there was an archeological buildup of eight that then had to go in a laundry list. And she did all her work using inner you life and her, and her support system to present it all to me in at once. Nice. And so now we're on a whole new foundation and now we can use the difficult conversations as we go. Got it. Now we have that level of intimacy and trust and like common language and all that good stuff. Yes. Did I answer your question? I'm not sure. If yeah. I okay. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Good. So everything that Lori is talking about. So Handel group has an online self-paced coaching program. If, if one-on-one -on -one coaching is not your jam, if you're one of those humans, or I always say triathletes who can follow a training plan, enter you is for you. Like if you can motivate yourself and you can do a great job at sticking to a plan, then you will love, 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 love enter you life. Um, you can go to enter you, the letter U, I-N-N-E-R-U.coach. And right now you get 50% off with my code. You can use swim bike mom for my code and it's awesome. It is so awesome. There's, there's audio content. There's the, the template for this hard conversation. Module nine has Worth the price alone for that template. It, I think it really is. I mean, the price is three fifty, I believe, or three twenty-five. And it is hours and hours and hours of content and I, I, I just want to add, like, even for people who aren't that self-motivated, we have a lot of intrinsic rewards for interaction within right. interview. So even if you're like, well, oh, I'm not a, you know, like I won't, you know, like I'm not a triathlete, so I'm not eligible. Just know <laughs> we give you a lot of free things that help you engage more like free group coaching, a community, a buddy system, a private coaching call. Like there's all this stuff that comes with it that is going to incentivize you to actually use it beyond your own internal motivation. So just, again, if you're like, a t if you love buying things and never touching them, don't get it. You. I, <laughs> that, I that's what I meant. Right? I agree. We, yeah. But there's some, there's some middle ground. Right. And what I'm working on in the new year is also doing some groups with NRU. So you can buy NRU now and I'm going to be hosting some math. I'm going to call them masterminds. That hasn't been approved by Handel yet, but that's what I'm starting to call it. Cause groups. I have to get my head around it, but to lead yeah. groups with you guys, as you go through your nice. journey with NRU. So that's coming to, if you register, you can add me as a buddy. I got lots of buddies. Um, so a buddy within the platform as well. So interu.coach, use code swimbikemom, save money, get more of this awesomeness. And of course, go follow Handel Group on the gram and the Facebook and Lori Gerber underscore coach as well for more of this. So yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Lori. I know I'll see more of you in the future. I and shall thanks. see you again shortly. Happy, difficult conversationing. That's right. Bye, everyone. It's almost the holidays. Perfect. <laughs> Not necessarily the time to do it, but maybe. Who knows? But maybe. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Same 24 Hours. 
Remember to rate, review, and share this podcast. It really matters. I appreciate it. See you next time.